In this episode, you're gonna hear about how basically I fell off a ladder, six feet from the ground to a wooden floor, ended up being not airlifted, low-key kind of airlifted, yeah, we'll get into it, um, to the emergency room. Thankfully, I'm good. Um, just definitely recovering, currently on crutches. But um, one of the things that I got to do was spend quality time with my caretaker slash cousin, Mara, shout out to you. And we got to do um, what you would normally do when you get to kick it with your cousins and you haven't seen them in a minute, which was talk. We talked about anything and everything you could think of. Um, but one of the things that I was able to capture and share with you all was our recap, um, not even a recap, in the moment as it was happening, my response to uh, Rick Ross's interview um, with The Breakfast Club. Yes, one of the things that I think all of us have to have in common is that we listen to The Breakfast Club. So shout out to Angela Yee, DJ Envy, and Charlemagne the God for um, giving the culture what we need when it comes to our music. So um, you get to hear me stand for someone who you probably would not have thought of, but um, I have a lot of surprises. So stay tuned. Make sure um, you listen to the entire episode. And I'm really, I think I'm giving you guys a soundtrack slash playlist based off of this episode. Cause I have some time. Yo, okay. Here's the thing about Rick Ross. People be like, oh, Rick Ross, you know, he's, a... first of all, first of all, the man is brilliant. He's brilliant. His mind is brilliant. That man, not only does he know how to get money, it's not about getting a bag. It's about building wealth. You understand? He is a wealth builder. Yeah, facts. Period. He talked about that in his uh, last interview. He said, you know, now I'm at the point where I can experiment between making money with my name on it versus making money without my name on it. Yes. And he's like... People don't even know. They don't that, even like, know. They're having products and this is me. And this is And me. then he did this up. Yes! Like, and that's the thing about it because like, <laughs> well, I gotta play like that's the first part. Like he despite all yeah. of the bullshit that this country has to to offer, mm. this is why they're so afraid of the black man. Yeah. Because if you multiply men that are at the level of Rick Ross. Yeah. This is why they're angry. This is why they're killing black men whenever they possibly can. Because they're, he's not the only one. He's just the one who God has positioned to be in his position, like his path. And he is doing what he's supposed to do. Like, he's doing what he's supposed to do. First of all, he knows how to put himself to fucking gather. You understand? The man smiled. It makes you smile because you're like, you know what? You really love Rick Ross. Yo, so it's crazy. Like, I did not know that. Like, I did not know we were going to go in this direction. Oh, my God. Rick Ross. Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> and it's funny that you didn't even know that. I was out. Like, yo, he just dropped his album like a few days ago. Well, 
it's the day I fell. Yeah. So yeah, you literally, know, probably the it, first it, I, He dropped it Monday. Yeah, so that's probably the issue. But like. See, see, see. Ooh, as a producer. As a producer, the man is just. There's not a lot of people that you can have conversations about as somebody who fucking gets it. His ear is real. That's why he doesn't have an album that sucks. Period. Like, there's not. There's not a bad Even if, like, you may not like the content of the the particular song. I literally, the songs of his that I don't care for, be the ones that he has features on it with motherfuckers that I don't, I don't want to listen to. That's it. If, but as far as like, if the song is him by himself or it's a feature of somebody that I fuck with, the song is, it's, it's I'm not skipping past it. Oh my god. Who's buying me the book? I want the book. I want the book. I want the book. Okay, I'm, I'm getting, I'm, I'm going to listen to the album the rest of the day. Um, yeah, that's what's going to happen. Yeah. But yes, Rick, boss, the boss, the biggest boss. Like, and what I love about him, even with his wealth, his status, his pool, his influence, my guy sat down and said, you know what? I know that I still have some, some, some barriers to break down. And what I'm going to do now is start to pay attention to what's happening across the pond. Him getting on that song with Yemi Holiday, who, in my opinion, is definitely amongst the top, if not the top, Afrobeats woman. Like, everything, team team whatever. Yemi, have you seen her put on a show live? Rick Ross could have sat in a studio with any of these African artists, and he picked my favorite. Why? Because him and I understand. He has taste. He's culture. The man is a tasteful, cultural motherfucker. I fucking love him. Yeah. God, I love him. He eats lemon pepper with him. And he loves lemon pepper wings, bro. Look at him. He looks like a big bear. You just want to go and nestle inside of him. And you know you're going to be warm. I felt I had the talent. I felt I had the ambition. I felt everybody who believed on me went to prison. Everybody who spent their last on me. And I felt I owed my hood that. It's unfair that we're working day in day out, 40 hours a week, and we're not getting paid. And so I'm let me know when he's running for president. Just let me know. I dissed the radio, I dissed the writer, I dissed anybody. And back then, you know, I was doing blogs, swinging pistols, and man, he was talking crazy. You know, as I got up here now, my mama called me. Well, you getting real money now. You got to do what's right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because, yeah. you know... It was different. And he still and listens to his mom. as an artist, you start being online and people who don't know you and don't know where you're from and don't know how y'all really rock, you see them. I wasn't used to that. It was nice to see you like hanging out with Redman, you know, and like, stories like that that people didn't know. A lot of people ain't know. And to me, that's one of the reasons I feel I got um, 
the best you know when it comes to picking production is because i'm from the south raised in the south love west coast love east coast music and before i even knew was sixteen bars was i was sleeping on the floor eric sermon basement listening to him produce records root records and you know so it's a good chance i know more about give me the book oh my god i can't believe my guy wrote a book and i didn't know Right. I don't know about Eric Sermon. Yeah, I was, I was, that's Do you know who Eric Sermon is? Pause. Pause. Eric Sermon. And you're young. You're young. I'm guessing a music legend. Yeah. Yeah. I figured as much. Yeah. Just contact. Like, I'm emotional. Yeah. Because the thing about it is, the, yeah, like, the thing about it is, what... There's, there's so many different levels. That's why, like, I don't get mad when y'all be listening to this trap music bullshit. I almost am like, I'm, I feel sorry for you. Because it's <laughs> like, you're ingesting content that has literally no substance. So it's like, it's like eating lettuce. What do you call it? Um, iceberg lettuce. When you could be eating spinach and kale. <laughs> talk about music like such an old head I know but it's the truth like you're ingesting it's all relative you know? no like, but see to me you know like as someone who listens to that music I find the substance in it I know but this is the thing mm-hmm. when the substance like you that's what is being pushed and you're ingesting it you understand yeah. if that's what's there and there's nothing else mm-hmm. then I'm like well this you don't have an option but when the legends, the real, the substance, like the the core, like where this shit originated from, is literally like still available. Like when you were that age, older people were saying the same thing about what y'all were listening to. But here's the difference. But you know, no, wait, 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 wait. No, but, but you know what I'm but, saying? But, though? but here's they were the difference. Like, oh, that is trash. But that here's is the this. difference. This is why I can combat that. Okay. These individuals who he's talking about, right. who actually he is, like he comes from that cloth. Yeah. They were sampling, they were taking what these old heads in our time were saying, oh, y'all listening to that, right. that bad shit. But that's what they were sampling and adding it into the music. Let me give you a prime example. Mm-hmm. Like, I legit cried. Mm-hmm. You understand? My Life by Mary J. Blige is one of, like, it is probably my number one song, period. Oh, wow. Emotionally, okay? Mm-hmm. It's just, the song, it's emotional. And it resonates with me in a way that many songs just they don't compare. Anybody who knows me for real knows that about me. All right. Now, when Koku in 2010, we got her book to uh, open up for. She was open. She was doing this festival, this outdoor festival in Chicago. The headliner is Roy Ayers. Yes. Do you know who that is? I do. Okay. I have heard of the name Roy Ayers, but it did not like. I didn't know who he was in that level. I was right. just like, well, this is an old guy, you know, he's in the game, he's, yeah. you know, whatever, whatever, right? Kahu was like, yo, my mom, I'm gonna ask him if he remembers my mom. My mom used to play with him. I was like, your mom used to play with the old guy? All right, let's see. Because it's mom. Like, I don't see her as, you yeah. know, but her mom is like this talented, like, she used to play the flute, she used to be in, and she like left and yeah. like, Sure. Became about church and left that, yeah. right? Started so, a life. Yeah, know, yeah. Left the scene. So Koku goes up to uh, Mr. Roy Ayers and she's like, you remember, you know, 
I don't want to say her mama's name. And he was like, yeah, she owe me $10. Get her on the phone. I was like, my mouth dropped. Like, absolutely knows her mom. So he was yeah. like super duper kind. You know, we have photos with him, all of that. But because he's, of course, he's really regular, normal. Yeah, even all though these he is, there, he's a person. Yeah. And he's absolutely Their like, own circles, but he is a know. legend. Yeah. yeah, facts. Now, in that moment, I was like, okay, I know this guy is a legend. Everybody's fawning over him, blah, 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 whatever. So it's like, cool. We, we over here taking it with a legend. So then he gets up to do his set. And his set, um, you know, it's jazzy because he's a jazz legend, basically, right? Then he starts to play the song Sunshine. I started bawling. You cried. <laughs> because <laughs> no, Mary no. J. Blige, basically what I ended up learning, because when I heard Sunshine, I realized that she sampled Sunshine. Mm. So how can a song that is that pivotal and important to me, yeah. it actually came from him. Right. And I was like, it's like I met my grandfather. Right. That's how I felt. Like, <gasps> it was you the whole time. Like, it yeah. was that emotional. <laughs> so then I go and do research on the song. Like, how did this song even come to be? And so she actually asked him. He came, like, into the studio. He didn't, she didn't just sample it, but, like, he, like, was a part of the creative process of the song, which is why it is so legit like in, yeah, in well classic done. and yeah. yeah that's a true sample like and, you can really get the original artist this is what i'm room. saying yeah. like yeah. so mary j no she's not a rapper but you see how she's currently on tour with nas who is probably my number one okay. oh really listen the, like you can't you cannot talk to me about anybody i didn't know that yes wow. so so wow. the fact that Nas and Mary are on a tour together, like, mm. you know, I'm like, because it makes sense. It makes complete sense to me. Right. So when you've got, and Mary, she was like the R&B, like at the top queen. Of course she earned the queen of hip hop mm -hmm. because even though she's a singer, she had that energy of a rapper of that time and so she was always collaborating with them she was always on their shit meth not like all of them you understand mm, right. so but that goes to prove my point of how those guys those hip-hop legends that everybody's calling a legend now right they would find a way to either sample mm. or even bring those legends into yeah. the studio with them to right. produce or at least like sit with them for something. So like it transferred over in a mo in the most like still authentic way. Yeah. So even when you were listening to something that was sampled, you still felt that shit. Yeah. So that's for me. When these ones, like, there's something, some artist that did, like, a sample, and it was, like, SWV song. One of SWV songs. Toy Lanes? Could be. I don't, I'm sorry, I don't really. But, and I heard it, and I was like, like, SWV, that's me growing up. Yeah. That, you know, that's like, those are, those are, that's who we listen to. Right. But it doesn't, it doesn't resonate with me. Like, I don't feel it the way that I feel when shit was created when I was younger and they were all like hip-hop was... It's... Something has been lost. Shit is getting lost in translation. Changed, mm -mm. There's a lot of changes. Change. There's a lot of changes, but there's a reason why there's certain artists now that are big that the old heads 
fuck with yeah. because they recognize game and their process. I, I feel you. It's different. I feel, and I feel like now, I feel like the landscape for music has just also just opened up. Like with a lot of these young cats, right? A lot of the young people getting in. Yeah. Music has more so just become a hustle. Like a lot of these people who like are growing up in these environments, music is just the way that they have to get out, you know? So they now enter this music landscape and now they're being judged by, you know, people who are real musicians, you know, who care about the craft. One to them, they're in it for different reasons, you but know? Here, so I feel like... The way that I can counter that argument, though, is you you literally heard Rick, where he was like, when we first started talking about music, first thing was about getting money. Right. So it wasn't like the, the, the reasoning behind it was necessarily different. Yes, you yeah. have some musicians... Well, I feel you, but... Like, like a Raphael Sadiq, for example. Wait, wait, wait. That's okay. like a musician. Okay, but before we even move on, right? Right. Like, Rick is talking about a specific moment in his life when he was younger, right? Yeah. I think it would be unfair to judge, you know, because he's a complete character now. You know, he's older. He's been through these years, you know. He was there. He made those same mistakes. He came in the game for money, you know. A lot of these people who were listening to, it's it's the same thing. Right now, that's where they're at. You know, we don't know where their tra- tra- their trajectory is going to take them, you know. So, Even like time. when Drake came out, when he first came out. You know, you know? I'm not a fan. So I, I don't know how, but okay. No, I'm listen. You I'm known like for that. I don't Why hate. Why don't you like Drake? I don't hate Drake. I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to. But Drake, let me tell you. What's your issue with Drake? Let's listen to my issue oh with Drake. Oh my god. Listen to my issue with Drake. Stressed, Follow me. When sh- when Drake first dropped his um his like EPs or whatever. Yeah. This is like during. This is literally before he signed with Young Money. Right. Okay. I fucked with Drake. Uh, okay. Like. So when he was doing life. when he was doing I like, like Santi Gold. Oh yeah, like, I love Santi Gold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he was doing those types of like collabs and whatnot, yeah. I was like, yo, I mean he's definitely super emo. But I fuck with him. Like I could rock with this. Cause okay. my cousin had put me on and I was like, oh you know, I like this. I got to be unstoppable with Santi. Like that was one of But then bro So is it the music from him that you don't like? I don't... Cause some me, of his music, listen, some of his music to me goes, it's definitely a club, whatever, you can bop to it. Somebody puts it on, you're like, okay. Um, like, I really like his back and forth when he did um, In the Morning with J. Cole. But that song made me fall in love with J. Cole, and I became a J. Cole fan, and I went after J. Cole's music. It did that. not make me want to listen to Drake. I feel it. Okay, not to compare the two because I don't even think that they're comparable. But Drake's energy for me, I don't feel it musically. I, mean, I'm, I don't know the man personally. He okay. might be like okay. a good guy, okay. or he might it. be a crybaby. Okay. okay, okay, okay. So we're okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I feel you. And he comes off more I as a crybaby. We're talking about, but the musically, music. okay, okay, for me and. Here's the thing. Because I always get in this conversation when it comes to music about the product versus the person. You know what I mean? I feel like a lot of times people... Because when I look at it, I'm looking at, wow, this is an individual who's changed their situation. Yeah. You know, now they're on a platform now where they can... You know, I'm thinking about it from usually like a money aspect. Let me tell you. Now they have the resources to change their life. You know what I mean? I bought tickets. also makes good music. I I bought tickets. The the time that Drake... I think it was literally probably a month or two. People put their life into their music. It was was a few months before this man signed 
He came to Columbus. And I'll never forget, I bought, I think it may have been Sally's birthday or something. Mm -hmm. So I bought uh, tickets to his concert. And me, her, her best friend, and I think Kristen, one of my really close friends, we all went. Right. All right. Drake was in there with freaking like a denim denim outfit like hard hard boy is that what they used to call him and like some white Reebok classics probably like this was still Jimmy I got you. from DeGrasse he's never really been a, you know a drip guy per se no you know what I'm like, like the, yeah. this is not Drake with the beard looking yeah. like something I would actually allow to talk to me no this is <laughs> this is Jimmy bro what <laughs> like, because Drake Yo, like. Drake free beard don't no the answer is no the answer is no. Money or not, fucking no. However, I still supported him. Like, I bought tickets, like, with my money. Not even some nigga who was like, me, you buy me some. No, like, I spent my money to purchase Drake tickets and went to see him live. And he was cool. So, I'm not, like, a Drake hater. But, musically, he doesn't satisfy me. He really doesn't. And so, therefore, you... Chances are you can't catch, like, a Drake song in my personal playlist. But if somebody puts it on and it's one of the songs that... I get you know, I'm a vibe to it, but, you know... It's, but it's not something that you connect with. It's very I feel difficult. That. I feel like that's and, super fair. Yeah, yeah. So, no, I'm not, I'm not a Drake hater, but... And I've come a long way. And the beard helped. The beard. Well, that's what you're into. So now it's it like, helped yeah. because I used to definitely they t- say his name and I'd like turn his shit off in my house. Oh my goodness! Because there was a period of where his music was just trash to me. You're just you're crying about everything, right. nigga. Shut up. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Like, everything is a teardrop. Everything, you're so emotional. I feel like it's just a creative release, though, you know? And Listen, bro. Go at to the time of your life, you just weren't there to connect to that, you know? Therapy. But to some... <laughs> the music is the therapy. You know what? And I don't subscribe to that. It is a release, <laughs> but it is not therapy. Okay. It might be even be it's a healthy release maybe. Yeah, really good. But release. it's not therapy because you can sing all Their this outlet, out loud, but somebody creative outlet, you know. Look at what we just went through. Somebody needs to ask you the question back so you can dig deeper. Mm-hmm. That's therapy. Okay. You can't do that with a song, bro. You don't feel like the world does that when you put music out and then the world's response to it but is them The you know. world and their energy. First of all, <laughs> Half the, over half you know? the people who are responding are broken or more broken than you are. So what are you getting back from? I that? don't want to say. Ha- I mean, I feel you know, you're. I'm you're gonna get some good response too. You're, you're gonna, gonna get, get some people who also relate and who can speak to how they made it through those situations. I bet I mean, you but. the majority of the people that could give him that response that he would need that would be therapeutic aren't even. On social media, yeah, but he, I, yeah, and he's probably interacting with those people in real life. You know? So my my prayer for him and all celebrities in this music game is to get use that money and first things first, get a therapist. Get a therapist, okay. You know, I don't know how we got here, but no, I'm not. I'm not a Drake hater. I just I don't consume. I was just gonna Drake as an example. Yeah, I don't. Something. Yeah, I don't but, consume his music. I, you know, the, loved his song you know, that he did though with Ricky. Right. I, I also get where you're coming from, you know, you know, pay homage to like the greats and you know, I don't deny that at all. But I'm That's also That's the thinking, other thing. Drake is so fucking weird with that shit. Don't get Aaliyah tattoos, bro. Okay. Like why are you doing that? 
You're going too far. No, I can't explain his reasoning. Like, he had this whole thing where he was, like, what, in his mind, and then we all got to experience, like, his, like, obsession with Aaliyah. Bro. That's why I can't fuck with him. Okay. I just, he's unhealthy. Okay. Hopefully he's gone beyond that. Therapy. My prayer for Arguably one of the biggest artists of all time. No, listen, and that's the thing about it. That... You know what I'm saying? That could be true, but that, I think, is also a reflection... Of what? Of where we are today. Why? You make good music. It's just okay. It's not that great. Okay. I feel it. But You're, people's... You know? people's people overall, The majority of the people... Ma- the majority... You know what I'm saying? ...are so. now in a space and a place where they are being programmed to believe that that is... Like the epitome of greatness, and it's just not. I mean, unfortunately, it kind of is. He got more slaps than the Beatles. No, but <laughs> again, in real life, like again, he has more hits than the Beatles, bro. Listen, again, than the Beatles. Based on how, <laughs> based on how music algorithms, all that okay, shit works. Right. Okay, okay. And that was your, okay. and that was your point. That was your point. The landscape has changed. Right. No, seriously. So Nikki I was like just we... talking about it in her interview. Yeah. The landscape has changed. Okay. Okay. So, like, if the Beatles... I, it's just such a hard comparison, right? That's why I don't make the comparison. You know what I mean? And I, I wouldn't let either. everyone... But you just made it. No. Okay. I was, I, was, I was just saying that because you said that, you know, Drake isn't, you know, he's not all that to you. And I'm just saying, like, the majority of people would disagree. That's all I'm saying. You know? I'm not trying... I... Don't feel like a lot of these conversations are very abstract to me. You know, I feel like it's just you know completely. Opinion I think it's it's, it's all about standards because that's the one thing too. I will say for me, no, I mean, and it's not like my standard is necessarily like higher or lower. I'm talking about like the difference. What makes African, cute, beautiful, fun, Wakanda, fancy, stylish, auntie. Artistic, tomboyish, serious, Africana, camo, and so much more. Pronounced I'm Young. Level up with I'm Young fashion. Visit I'mYoung.com. My standard. What makes up my musical palette? Okay, yeah, explain. Yes. Yeah. I so that's good I'm about. huge in instrumentation. See. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Huge in instrumentation. Um, like the bass is my favorite instrument to listen to, you know, the guitar, the trumpets, you know, I'm huge in that. Right. Gotcha. So if, um, if someone is like musically inclined and they're, and they're producing music. So like they're, they play an instrument in addition to, for me, I'm just going to see the genius in them immediately like it 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 automatically like presents itself somebody who sings and plays an instrument versus somebody who just sings i feel like wow that person has a little bit more depth to them i feel that that's that's where i'm coming from. that's what you go to music to listen to yeah and then and then maybe you've got a a, someone who only sings they don't play an instrument but they respect instrumentation and that's always involved in their process and you know there's someone who writes their music like they write their own songs you can like there's a different level in which they when they give you whatever song it is Mm -hmm. 
it hits differently because it came from them versus something that was handed to them and they kind of figured out how to make mold it to their voice or mold it to their sound or whatever. There's something that's different. It doesn't mean that it's better or it's worse. It's just different. It hits different. So if I'm like, when I support an artist, like chances are before I even like go buy their album, I'm going to love a song so much or a few songs that I'm going to want to see them live. And when it's live, that's what sells me. And once you've sold me on like your live show, Mm -hmm. I may not ever see you live again, but every single studio album that you drop, I'm getting it. I'm going to support all of that. That's how that's, that's what hits for me. Gotcha. Um, So there's, a slew of artists that exist that are not even going to come into my peripheral because they don't satisfy your standards. They don't go through that process that. to, to I feel that. create. I feel that. Yeah. Your standard. Okay. My standard, right? Mm-hmm. I listen to music that I feel like I can connect to the content. Okay. Right? So, like, a lot of these young rappers, you know, like, the ex- their life experiences, where they're from, and the things that they've gone through, and what they put into their music mm-hmm. are things that I feel. Certain types of emotion that, certain types of experiences that they rap about, certain types of emotions that have come from the experiences that they've rapped about, mm-hmm. I feel. You know what I mean? I personally feel, I'm like, okay, this relates to my life. I, I understand where they're coming from. And behind that, I like the way that they put it together. Mm-hmm. I like the way the production sounds. You know what I mean? It makes me, you know, bob my head. But also, my musical palette, where it's at now, mm-hmm. was shifted by a certain environment and that environment being atlanta a lot of artists and music that makes it big in that city is music with a certain type of content Mm -hmm. but also music that can be played in the club that's Mm -hmm. why you have these huge 808s like something that you can like move and dance to Mm -hmm. that to me is what satisfies my music palette so well and that makes sense but on the other end Mm -hmm. i also grew up you know listening to the music that my parents put me on you see so you know, my favorite album of all time is John Legend Get Lifted. You know? Is that right? That's my favorite album of all time. It's such a great album. I, like, I love that. That was the first concert I've, I've ever been to. Really? As well. I think that was the first concert you know? of his I ever went to. For real? Yeah. Like, he, I think he played Carnegie Hall or something. You see what I'm saying? And I think he, his whole thing was on a on Was a that piano, his first you know? album? It wasn't I, his I believe it was his first. Yeah, because he was on tour. Yeah. He came to Columbus. I believe I, it was his first. We went to see, and it was like standing room only. Huh. This is when he was like not big yet, but yeah, but, not uh, big. Kanye. Yeah, just, he just had the Kanye co-sign. Yeah, yeah. facts. Yeah, he was. Facts. It was, and I mean, look yeah. at, look at. Like, so like, and like John, just oh god, he's so, he's so musically inclined. Yeah, you my know? god, like that piano. I can appreciate stuff like that. Yeah, like I can, you know, I appreciate the musicality that a lot of these artists have. Is it something that I'm going? It probably isn't, you know? Because when people find music, they have their own standards, the same way that we're talking about standards, yeah. that they go to, you know? My go-to standard is the things that I connect with, you know? And I feel like whenever people have these musical discussions, it's funny because, you know, we're just coming from watching a Nicki Minaj, Joe Budden interview where they're arguing, they you know, trying to make certain points seem factual when in reality, you know, it's everyone else's experience and 
they're all yeah in their own i'm i'm glad that they they had their conversation which i i don't know that i'm going to be able to devote any more time to paying attention to i'm glad that they did it though because hopefully i feel almost like we were watching a result of some therapy sessions that nikki has gone through and yeah I, i really do um Budden is in a better space and place and time in life. You know, he's a new father. Right. That whole process, watching it through social media is like, you can tell that it's literally shifted something within him. Yeah. You know, so I don't, I'm not a fan of her attack of, on Rory. Poor Rory. Poor thing. I am. <laughs> I think it's funny. I think, I think she had every reason. Because I feel like her point was... Just that the media has such a voice and then the people behind it don't take responsibility when it is actually affecting public perception of... But I thought which, that you know, she I thought that his was question doing. was specifically to her about is she going to address every fan that talks shit? I huh. thought that's what he had asked her. I, mean, yeah. I could be wrong, but I think that's what he asked her. Like, are you going to spend your time and go back and forth with all these people? And then she was like... Why should I, why should people assume? I feel like what she was saying is that she can't go back and forth with these people, but she can target the source, you know? And mm-hmm. she spoke on a very specific instance, right? Two instances, right? The first instance was when she was on the song uh, Motorsport with Cardi B, yeah. right? Joe had made up a lie and said, oh, you know, Nikki definitely didn't hear Cardi B's verse, you know, when the song came out, right? And that lie had spread and permeated public perception of her and they were like oh you know there's no way but then nikki came back and clarified it it was like listen there's no record that gets put out that i don't approve right you know so when you go say stuff like this and i come and talk to you i'm just addressing the lie that is not true but you now have millions of fans millions of listeners who believe what you say so now you have to take more accountability when i'm coming here and i'm trying to speak on a true situation that's where Nikki was coming from with that, you know? Well, I mean, she's right. You know? She's and I feel right. like... And then they, but, they did the but, same but thing these guys with her this. and Megan Thee Stallion as well, you know? Because, you know, Hot Girl Summer just came out, Megan Thee Stallion, Nicki Minaj, and Ty Dolla Sign. Yeah. They did the same thing. They, you know, they tried to put, you know, Megan up against Nikki, blah, blah, whatever, right? And she's like, you guys can't keep doing that. You know what I mean? Like, this, is, this isn't true, but also this is a bad representation of me. Now people have me... Thinking, you know, uh, think that I'm, you know, I'm out here beefing with all female art just because of the things that you guys say. So instead of battling what the fans say, I'm going to address the court and I'm going to talk to you guys about it and let you guys know. Is like, that what the root of this? Yeah, that's, yeah. That's I, I think before you came outside, like uh-huh. to here, that's what they were talking about. But that, is that why this interview even happened? Uh, no, I think the interview happened because of a top, uh, a top 50 list that's been going viral when it came to rappers. Oh, that bullshit list? Yeah. Like, yeah. like that bullshit. Li- but like, everyone's been making their top 50 list now. So I think that's originally why. You know? um, but also, like, Nikki wanted to address that. Valley's a sunken place. I'm just trying to build like I came with some... I'm interrupting this program to bring to your attention the fact that Rhapsody, another fave in the rap game of mine, has just released her new album, Eve. It is 16 tracks just released as of the time you listen to this podcast um, 
would have been at least 12 to 24 hours. Today is August 24th, 2019. And I'm excited! Woo! If I'm not mistaken, there's... there's, No, I mean, that's absolute trash. But um, are there women on that list? Yeah, but that was just some list that someone made, you know, like... No, Randomly. but that's what I was like. So this yeah. is this is the thing. About Some social. random person made the list. Some and then random it went person viral who sucks Joe's dick. Yeah, it went viral because Joe's name was number three, but now it had the conversation. Like, all right, well, what's other people's top 50 lists? Yeah. You know because, what I'm saying? So now it's a conversation. Well, they used to do these lists all the time. Right. Like, this is the type of stuff where I think it's like, it's good for the culture. Because yeah. let's talk about it. Like, right. why do you think that Joe Budden surpasses all these other better than yeah. him rappers? Joe Budden doesn't even believe that he's the number three. I don't care what anybody says. In his private moments by himself, right. when he's on the toilet taking a shit, right. he's like, yo, these motherfuckers are crazy. Right. I'm not number three. He knows that. Maybe. He knows that. Maybe. I believe he knows. We don't know. We don't know what he thinks. The next time I happen to walk you know. by him at an event. Because he didn't have that same, um, that same level of success that all these other artists might have had. He might believe that his wordplay is actually better than all these other people. He and, might really believe and that. And see, what I'm saying is, based on somebody <laughs> who was alive, well, and involved in listening to hip-hop when it came out, and I remember, pump, pump, pump it up when it came out, Right. the answer is no. Sure. But, but that's only the, the that's his only record that permeated the mainstream, you know? You know better than I do that he had a lot of, wasn't he a battle rapper? But didn't he have like real cutthroat like bars? You know what I'm saying? Like I that might not have made it mainstream, but you know, I feel like it's even further validated because Nikki came. One of the first things she said is like, "Joe is a great rap. Like Joe is one of my favorite rap." I was like, "Damn, Joe must really have bars." You know what I mean? I, I think that his skill level is why Joe is still on the t- like on the table as a topic of discussion, like yeah. deep down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. There's no question that his skill set is respected. There's, I also don't believe that he's number three. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I mean. (laughs) Yeah. And the two can the two can can concurrently move forward and flow. Okay. So 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 real quick, who's your top five? Oh. Don't do it. Like, like, and I need just names, and then you can give your explanation later. Oh, man. Your top five. My top five. Your top five. five. You know? I don't want you thinking on behalf of anyone else, you know? Who would I think on behalf of? You know, people people make their list based on public perception. Like, oh, I can't come up with a top five if I don't put Biggie on there. Oh, I don't give a fuck. Oh, I can't. Okay, cool. I literally don't. So your top, yeah, your top five. Um, Wow, this is a great question. Right. Okay, so I absolutely, you know, I love Nas. Okay. He's always. You said Nas is your number one. He's definitely my number one. Okay, wow. I think. Can I do t- five, but not necessarily in one through five? Like, I don't know that I have yeah, an order. Yeah, that, I think that's fair. Yeah. I think that's fair. So, I will say, like, aside from Nas, because Nas is number one for me, mm-hmm. always, I believe, and forever. Even though he disappointed me recently, we'll talk about that later. Um, Rick Ross. Um, Nas, Rick Ross. Busy Bone from Bone Thugs and Harmony. Okay. Um... Three. That's three. 
Definitely Tupac. Okay. And a fifth one. Who is my go-to? Who is my go-to? Hmm. I really... I really fuck with Jean Grey. Jean Grey? Uh, is that five or is that four? I think that's five. That's five? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But God, I, there's so many that I love, right? There's so many that I love, but off the top of my head, you know, I would... Like, yeah. Like, I, I mean, I, I, I absolutely, I don't know, because it's for me, it's almost like it's a toss-up. Jean Grey is dope. Her content is what really, really, like, because she raps about shit that I think in my mind, what I'm thinking about, she puts it into... I feel that. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. I think that's a great choice. But, like, class. Oh, she... Yeah, it's a, it's a oh, lady. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, Googles. Hit the Googles. I, if I'm not mistaken, I think she's South African. Oh, super. Yeah, but I think she's like a diaspora, like, you know, first generation or second generation. But like, little Kim. God, you saw how excited I got that Foxy Brown's on that album with. Like, Foxy, you know. Um, okay. If it was, since you know you're very well versed in female rappers, are you putting Nicki Minaj in your top three female rappers? Like, as far as female lyrically? Uh, uh, top three, you know, we're not talking about specifics. In your top three female rappers, are you putting Nicki Minaj? Mm. I don't know that she would do top three for me. I don't know. I think she's gifted. Right. I, I mean, I really, I really think she's gifted, but her content has not historically done it for me. Sure. Yeah, like I so, can't. Is that a yes or is that a no? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Because, <laughs> I, I mean. You don't feel like you connect. I don't connect with Nikki. That's, that's, that's perfect. I connect with little Kim. Mm -hmm. um, I mentioned Jean Grey. Um, I, I remember growing up loving Rod Digga. Um, oh my god, I didn't even mention Busta Rhymes, and Busta Rhymes is absolutely one of my faves. But in your top five? Because you gave your top five already. I know. So now you're like, now you're onto honorable mention, now you're thinking, like... Because, yo, like, the way, and that's the thing, like, that feeling, like, Busta Rhymes, there was a period of time where I did not listen to anything but Busta Rhymes. I bought every single CD. Like, they're in my, they're in my mom's house. Like, I saw them recently. Um, so I might actually have to, because Jean Grey, I don't, I don't know, I don't, I don't have the a history, I don't have a bond with her the way I have it with Busta Rhymes. Okay. I'm not gonna lie. So you're gonna take Jean Grey off and put Busta Respectfully, Rhymes. respectfully. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, Busta Rhymes, wow. Just, that man changed, like, he, he, he changed rap. He changed rap. I feel like he's one of those pinnacle um, rappers that introduced the ability to skillfully flow fast yeah, and melodically and be able to collaborate and not like 
not like collaborate and dominate the song, but he like made room for whoever he was collaborating with, and it just worked. The man is a skillful artist. I didn't know that. I didn't know you were such a hill guy. That's crazy. I just, I don't get a lot of time to like spend and talk about it. Right. Like the way that, but growing up like that's, yeah. Cause I used to just be around dudes. Yeah, I feel that. So, and we would just, yeah. We would rub off, yeah. Yeah. Well, I get it. So, um, and I, I low key, like, I think it might be like my old phone, but I used to listen to, I don't even want to say used to. No, it's partly true. When I'm like working on a project, there's something about hip hop, especially like male rappers, the hunger get, that's in their voice. That gets you like motivated. And yes. Like, yeah. Facts. So like, but then I'll also have a period like I got to listen to Red Man. I got to listen to Meth. Mm -hmm. Red and Meth together when they would do those albums. Right. Like you, when you were in like this party mood. Um, but like Nas was like, he was like the teacher. Like, don't forget your conscience where you're going after this shit. So I think that's why he's my number one. Um, I haven't mentioned Jay Z. However, I do think that he's definitely great. Um, Just not in your top five, personally. He's not in my top five. Personally. Mm -mm. Gotcha. No. Totally understand. Um... I really, 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 really do enjoy the game. I really do. Wait, so are we still naming rappers? I'm just naming rappers that I, okay, I, yeah. I care about. Um, Let me give you my top five. Oh okay. my god. What is your top five? Yeah, I feel like my top five is gonna, you know, but I personally... No, it's okay. I'm just excited. Okay. Okay. I know it's gonna be so different. It's me. gonna be, no, it's gonna be, I mean, my generation. I'm gonna be like, let me guess, little baby. <laughs> <laughs> okay, like, I see where you, okay, not that new. No, little baby has only been rapping for two, three years. But little baby, listen, yeah. let me say this. People that I listen to right now, little baby is in my top five. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. My top five of all time, Kanye West. Okay. Drake. Jay Electronica. Okay. Money Man. Now that's a trap rapper. I don't know who that is. Of course. Yeah. Money Man. Oh, I have, I have a fifth spot. I'm interested in this Jay Electronica. Jay Electronica is my favorite rapper. Wow. He's actually probably my number one rapper. And he's a bars rapper. He, I know. Oh, you, do you know Jay Electronica? Personally? Not yet. Jay Electronica, yeah, not personally. But Jay Electronica signed to Rock Nation and he never dropped an album. So, Jay Electronica is a rapper, like, like everyone's favorite rapper. I was about to say, that's exactly what I was about to say. Because, like, I Understandably have, so, though. Jay Electronica yeah. is on, like, a different, like, mental and spiritual type of plane. Like, he's the type of rapper who will go to, like, Nepal and meditate with monks for, like, five months. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and come back with just bars. Like, yeah. Um, five. Okay, so I said Kanye, Drake, Money Man, Jelletronica. Hmm, this is my fifth. I guess I should give my fifth to someone who uh, I'd listen to right now. I'm actually surprised that you know who Jay Jelletronica is. Okay, so for this generation, I'm a hip hop head. Yeah. 
for this generation, like, I am considered a hip-hop head. Like, I know everything that's going on in hip-hop right now. Because the reason why, I don't really know Jay Electronica's music, right? But I do know of who he's associated with. And so, like, Jay Dilla. Exactly. He's on that. So I have people in my personal, like, music network circle who, like, work with him on right. projects like right. they will show up and do instrumentation right. you know for these these types of so i it's like i know of him because of them right. or like some of these djs that i'm cool with and and like they're like deep and you know so i i, I know of his name i know how how important he is right. but i i don't know his work but i will listen to you it you know i have a fifth rapper but i don't know if i want to say it you're gonna have to say it no i don't think i'm gonna say that like while you're recording. you need to you need to no, say it. I, I, I'm not. This is a space of love. No, 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 no. no. I'm not like because when you record something, you have to be conscious of like how it's received. Like, and this one, I'm not. I am not ready to defend this person like publicly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, truthfully, in you, my heart of hearts, you just got through saying. No, listen. are you going to give this list based on what people will say? And I said, no, 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 no. It's not about. No, I'm telling you, this is my, he's on my top five, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say it. I'm not going to say it out loud. Right. I need to pause. Well, as you heard, Mata is serious, um, and because I respect his right to privacy, I am not going to tell you guys what his number five is. However, I will say that shit's funny. Um, interviews interviews of people who influence us I feel like they're absolutely necessary mediums like um, the breakfast club they're so impactful and you know I'm glad that I've had some time to take what they have to offer in because it's important that the people who influence you know our music the culture the people around us even if you don't listen to them like you don't care for their music per se yada 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 like it's important to listen to shows like this because these people are even if they're not influencing you directly they're influencing people in your life and it could create some insight that could help you to get along better with some of the people who you interact with whether it's family members colleagues um business partners you know you name it so totally 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 grateful for the time to be able to catch up on some of these interviews that I never have been able to make time for um the conversation about just music because it's music is so important to me I think it's dope that you know Mara and I were able to converse about like our perspectives because um music is just so important to me i think it's such a great influence over my life and um understanding how it influences those in my life especially the young ones in my life coming up you know it helps me to just have a deeper insight from where they're coming from and um i am going to go listen to money man as well as jay electronica i'll let you guys know what i think I'm looking forward to it. I am very serious about 
wanting a copy of Rick Ross's new book. I would prefer if somebody from Rick Ross's camp had him sign, you know, a personal copy and a note to me, you know, something that I can keep for the rest of my days. You feel me? Um, I'd also like to be his his crush. But you ain't hear that from here. But I mean, you did. So it is what it is. Um, but honestly, it goes without saying, but I just I don't think I can say it enough. I'm just really grateful. I'm thankful. It has been a crazy, crazy past few weeks. Um, but I am taking the term crazy. I'm throwing it out and I'm inserting amazing because I've been amazed. I continue to be amazed and I'm just really grateful for not just what's happened and how it happened, but what's to come. We produce in Brooklyn, New York under Song Model Management. A special thanks to Vicky Cassis for producing the track Vibes for I Am Gaima, a podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and share on iTunes or your favorite podcast platform. Thanks for listening.
So watery, them just started drowning On the ride of a lifetime, watch out for the rats Mice, cons and the pythons, old Triple H Mine got onto sky high, coming down from the night sky Like a lightning rod, shine like some ice Nice vibes like a kite flying, no strings attached We replace it with a lifeline Out of body feeling, out of clothes in the right minds Baby, ride me like a bumpy road to the high rise Yeah, yeah. through the city to my place it feels like we're floating up and out of space As you can oh, you can find me in my Maybach Listening to shit from way back Maybach music Maybach music Gliding through the city to my place 